giving you the warm and fuzzies just like when your favourite flirty barista draws a love heart on your latte. Aww. Isn't that cute? It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hello and welcome to a little podcast with Alex Dyson and Matt O'Kine. And today, Matt O'Kine, I would like to dedicate the show to someone. Oh, um, thank you. Not but you. I'm on it. Oh. No, not you. You haven't done anything good for me recently at all. I'm talking I'm talking about our boy Hansa. I would like to dedicate this podcast to Hansa, the Uber driver, who last night went out of his way and returned the twelve hundred dollar camera I'd left in his car what? to my front door. Right, so didn't you lose <laughs> didn't you lose your wallet just recently as well? Yeah. I forgot the guy's name who found that and called me and got it back to me. I t- gotta tell you, buddy. It is. I, mean, I am pressing my karma luck at the moment because not. I'm not given much, but I'm taking plenty. Dude, but what yeah, a legend! Yeah, absolute legend. Well, um, I was taking some photos of Comedy Republic last night because today's our big opening. Getting some sweet shots, take it home. It's that, it's that secondary bag. You always forget about the secondary bag. I'm not used to carrying it. Down the oh, bottom the of the bag, car there. Every time I go to like a, a party or something, you know, and I've taken a cold bag. You know, oh, yeah. like a like a cooler bag with a with an ice brick at the bottom of it, yep. mate. Just I might as well just say goodbye to it. You know, when I take it out of the cupboard before I even arrive, because I never I never forget the jacket. I'm always like, hey, someone yeah. remind me that I brought the jacket as I'm hanging it up on the hook. Yeah. When do you <laughs> when do you remember your jacket? You Three days well. later, when you're like, it's cold. I need a jacket. You may as well when you get to a place and they you go the choke coat check. They may as well just throw it straight in the bin because you are not <laughs> seeing just, that jacket. You should just again. throw it into the fireplace and watch it burn. Ta ta coat. That's never again. Anyway, good on your hands, sir. Thank you very much. Went back in and gave him that that special tip. Tip service because I tell you what that's a that's some quality service there, Metokine. Send him one of the nudes on the on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no. One of the AD specials. <laughs> you got that moustache now. Don't tell me you haven't thought about snapping something little special. Look, they were very tasteful. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> black now. and white. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Very, very excited today because we have this incredible artist on the show. That is right, Mr. Paul Dempsey from Something for Kate will be on all day breakfast today, hanging out with us. Very excited to chat to one of the best in the business, Matt O'Kine. And I knew that from a very early age, okay? Absolutely. That's half of me is feeling like, you know, when you you could go back to your, you know, 12-year-old self and be like, mm. hey, you're gonna talk to this person one day. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just mind-blowing, you know. I used to yeah. I used to absolutely love some of those something for Kate tracks. I- Actually, Incredible. I, remember, I remember when I went, it was about 2009, just before I started Triple J. I was on the Triple J trivia team and I was meeting all the people from Triple J for the first time at this random music industry trivia night, right? And um, I remember Greg Wales, uh, who was the guy who re- records all the like aversions, just one of the best mm. in the biz, did a lot of UMI's albums, like he knows music, so his ear is incredible. And Paul Dempsey was up on stage doing a little bit of a performance for everyone, but... Music industry gigs, everyone talks. Like, they, they go to music all the time, so they don't find it as interesting. So they can be the worst crowds Absolute to play for. Absolute snobs. They're Ab- disgraceful. Exactly. So Paul Dempsey's there playing it, 
the Triple J table's doing pretty good. We're having a watch, but there's a hum around the room, and I just remember Greg Wales shaking his head and going, like strawberries to pigs. <laughs> And I'm like, wow. Paul Dempsey, he is one of the best in the biz. He deserves, he deserves your ears. Exactly. Every single goddamn person in the room. And so you're very lucky today that you get to be listening to him here with Matt and Alex on All Day Breakfast. Let's get into it. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Matt O'Connor, let's be honest, it's been a very fun week of radio, but I have been hanging out for this moment, and that is where we finally get the reviews in for what some people are calling the worst movie of all time. And by some (laughs) people, I mean you, the star of the movie. (laughs) Uh, What I suggested is that it could be the worst Australian film (laughs) in history. All right? So you're saying there could be worse films from other countries, but as far as the history of this country. Yeah, I'm not across Turkish cinema, for instance. I don't know what they're making. All I know is, from the Australian films I've seen, this could be up there. I don't know. because well, I'm too scared to watch it. We're about to find out. It is a movie called Sweet F.A., which Matt O'Kine uh, was in. The first feature film out of university, studying well, fine arts and acting. I literally graduated in December, and I was filming this in January in Bow Desert, an hour away from Brisbane, driving out there in my dad's car every day. And we all made it on nothing. Here's something that we're yet to hear. We're going to have you hear the trailer for Sweet FA before we hear the reviews because you asked for some uh, cinephile-savvy listeners to give them their thoughts before you watched it back just to give you a warning as to whether you're not going to like what you see. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. I don't think there's any talking in this trailer. Oh, let's just play it and see how we go. No, I think it's literally just an ACDC song. Let's see how we go. (laughs) But also underneath it, there's a guy that there's a guy that said Brett Robertson. Okay, this comment was from five years ago, um, and the comment is just, "Maddie, that sucked." <laughs> <laughs> well, let's have a listen. This year, lock up your daughters. Oh, <laughs> was that your bum straight away? Was it? I your don't, sons? I don't know. Oh, someone got in the face with poo. Oh no. <laughs> Okay, your cars. There's a car to drive, does a doughy around the corner. Oh, police in the rear view vision, police getting out of the car. But most of all, lock up your grog. Oh, no. Everyone's drinking a shot of something. They're not liking the shot there at the bar. Oh, drink, grabbing more beers, kicking empty cans off the ground, making a bar. Oh, Matt pushes a man. In a okay, blue singlet? Cu- no, cut it off. Stop oh, it. Is that, in the, is that in a hot tug with naked women? Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. Cheeking a sweet FA. Being unlocked soon. Whoa. Oh, and there's boys standing around in a park. Now they're running. Because it's not known. Sweet FA starring Matthew O'Kine. Yeah, I was calling myself Matthew back then. Wow. Let's see. That's the Alex Dyson director's commentary, literally live as it played. But what about people who have actually seen the film? A couple of um, lucky listeners have been sent the link to the full version of Sweet FA, and they're here to tell you exactly what they thought of it. Please welcome to Matt and Alex at the movies, Andrew from Rockhampton. Good day, Andrew. Hey, mate. How's it going? 
Yeah, thanks, Andrew. Now, you uh, do a thing with your mate called Movie Appreciation Society. You pick a you know, series of movies, watch one a week. You've done the Bond films, etc. <laughs> what do we think of Sweet F.A.? Yeah, it's, it's a movie. <laughs> As that, it, how, how, how long was it? Uh, hour and a half, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a long hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, mate. Why, why didn't you like it? Very loose script. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say the plot was? Uh, uh, okay, I actually had to think about the plot today. Um, it was <laughs> Matt gets his car impounded, yeah. and then they hit every pub on the way trying to get to the lot to pick it up. I think that's that's like the plot. <laughs> that sounds like a plot. Nine, 90 minutes, you said. All right, all right. Okay. So yeah. what would you give it out of out of five? Oh, no, I don't think I'll give it a star review, you know. <laughs> okay, get Andrew off the phone right now. All right, no thank you very much, Andrew. Okay, Andrew, uh, the no stars out of five. Um, Rachel from Warrigal, uh, you also got sent the link. Um, your did. thoughts, initial thoughts when you watched it. Um, don't ever release this film to anyone. Um, hashtag me too. Hashtag homophobia. Um, Are you serious? It's, yeah. Yeah. If I, I, I have concerns about the people in the film ever being able to work again. Oh, <laughs> oh, this God. is what you were worried about, Matt. Was I was this? literally so concerned about this. If this came yeah. out, there might be, uh, might be issues now that 2020 has, has arriveth. Um, mm-hmm. Particularly the actor that plays Tangles does not come off very well. So, mm. yeah, okay. you've actually come out of it quite well, Matt. Um, you seem to be like the moral high ground of the film. but um, Right. But still not great. Okay, <laughs> I've, I've got my finger over the beep button just in case, but is there any particular scene that you didn't really love at all um, there, Rachel? Or, there, look, every... I won't swear too much because I teach children and so my job's on the line too. Um, <laughs> but um, there was a lot of um, calling people gay, which happened at the time. I was in high school, you know, in the 90s and it happened. Um, but I think the comment about um, the wife, there's one wife in the film, poor Stacey, um, her sense of fun flew out her uterus the same time her kids did. Um, so, <laughs> and, and much more to that theme. <laughs> That's probably the nicest quote, I think. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm nervous. You didn't share the link with anyone, did you, Rachel? No, 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 no. no. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's out of of five? I thought maybe one for effort because there was a lot of effort gone Hmm. into it. You tried really hard, um, but not for quality. So (laughs) one one out of five worn-out foam songs. <laughs> fair, fair, fair call there, uh, Rachel. We appreciate you uh, joining us. We'll Thank you, you for your honesty, Rachel. No worries, anytime. <laughs> and finally, we do have Jackson in Adelaide. Who yeah, now? Jackson's was you were interesting because you don't watch movies that much. So coming at from a fresh uh, movie watcher's perspective, what did you think? Uh, well, it it actually it was all right. Um, Thank you, Jackson. Yeah, I'm not sure what the others said, but I, t- I had some genuine laughs in there. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, Out loud. Hopefully that, doesn't, hopefully that doesn't reflect on who I am as a person. <laughs> well, given what well, Rachel said, it very much does, Jackson. Uh, it really, yeah. really does. <laughs> yeah, we probably should have talked to you first, Jackson, uh, because, yeah, yeah we would have been, yeah. been better to, uh, uh, to finish on the downer. But um, that, that's, yeah. not, that's all right. 
How much of it will would not fly in 2020? Oh, half of it maybe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah, there's there's a lot in there um, that you probably wouldn't put in these days. <laughs> okay. Um, so wait, if we were going we to recut the movie, how many yeah. minutes do you reckon we'd, of usable stuff we'd still have? Well, you'd probably have to change the wording in there, otherwise you. You'd have a short film. <laughs> okay. Do the, the old yeah. dub. Okay. All right, we'll dub I think it over. we can figure out where, where it's going. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A movie about six blokes. Um, yeah. Just Drano being. and Tangles, all the just boys. <laughs> being terrible people. Yeah. Yeah. Being everything pretty, that we don't much. appreciate in 2020. Yep. Nope. Yeah. I hear it loud and clear, guys. For the, for the most part, you weren't too bad in there mm. in terms of what you were saying. Okay. Um, Tangles is in a bit of trouble if that gets out. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Who, who played Tangles? I just like the idea no, that it's just someone just going, like, this, isn't my, this isn't my script. It's Why are you making exactly, me say this? It's not Tangles because he's, he's the character is Tangles. The actor well, was just playing the character. No yeah. one's going, oh, bloody, <laughs> you, you know. Someone, you know, Russell Crowe's Russell Crowe isn't the guy from Romper Stomper. You know that. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the, the coveted out of five. What are we looking at there, Jackson? Um. Oh, well, I, I should mention one other thing. Whose idea was it to record half the movie at night with no lights? <laughs> that, that that deters from it slightly. Um. <laughs> I'd probably Tell you have what, to Jackson, for someone who doesn't watch many movies, you sure got a lot of bloody opinions, mate, okay? <laughs> well, I so. want to be able to see what's happening. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what was, didn't have much of a lighting budget, Matt. <laughs> mate, you should have seen. I'm surprised there was any lighting at all. We, we, we didn't even have mobile phone torches back then, you know? So come oh, on. Sorry. All right. So, um, all right, how many stars out of ten? Uh, oh, sorry, out of, out of five. Out of five. Uh, out of five. Oh, two and a half. Two and yes. a half. There we go. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's good. All On right. aggregate, three and a half stars out of fifth, a possible One fifteen out of five, stars. Basically. All right. Fair enough. Well, thank you very much, Jackson. I appreciate it. <laughs> no and, worries. And uh, I will be turning that uh, that link that has been sent to you off now. So don't get any smart ideas, mate. <laughs> Goodness me. So the public's not going to get this, to see the masterpiece. I, d- I, d- I don't think I can. I think I, I think it's been called. It's one of those things we cannot release tangles upon this world. <laughs> this cursed earth. Okay. We're going to lock up the link and throw away the key, all right? Sweet FA will never be seen on Australian televisions, lest Matt O'Kine, our poor, our poor beautiful boy, lest he get cancelled. Goodness gracious. All right, you're listening. You're listening to All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, earlier this week I was telling you about dinner at Veronica Milsom's house. Yes. Um, but I didn't actually tell you what happened when I was there. Uh-oh. Beautiful setting out in the, you know, in courtyard, inner city Sydney. Um, nice summer warmth coming through, you know, very windy though. Rent 2000 then- a week for a courtyard in the middle of Sydney. <laughs> Tell you what, <laughs> goodness gracious me! <laughs> just, just eating with our knives and forks made out of pure platinum, because <laughs> they're obviously no. Um, 
but yeah, so it was really nice, beautiful, just beautiful. Mm. And um, but they've got a massive gum tree in the back that overhangs the backyard. I don't think it's in their backyard, but there's a massive gum tree oh, over there. Oh, little, a, little, call it a little backyard leaner, just leaning yeah. over that fence. <laughs> yeah, um, and it was dropping some nuts. Goodness. Dropping some serious gum nuts. Like when anytime the wind blew, it was like it was like a hailstorm of gum nuts. Just people we eventually have to cower underneath the covering in the courtyard because we keep getting bopped on the head with these nuts. You're actually getting hit with these things. Yeah, they're like little pebbles falling down on our heads. They're falling into drinks, they're falling onto the table and stuff. So we have to move everything underneath the cover. Anyway, go home that night. Go to bed, you know, do the, do the night creep in, you know, because Belle's fast asleep. She didn't go to the dinner because she wasn't feeling she was well. So sick, I yep. so I do the night creep in, you know, pitch black darkness, doing the doing the, the feel around the for the <laughs> for the pajamas, <laughs> etc. And it's always that's when you kick something and wake them up. Oh, like, of oh, course. Sorry. Of course. <laughs> and you're trying not to, you know, say that you've had too many drinks, but you're kicking <laughs> things in the dark, like, ow, Jesus. And and um Anyway, I wake up the next morning, the bloody gum nut in the bed. <laughs> what the hell? Brought home a gum nut in my hair. I must have brought it home. It must have fallen into my hair. Stayed. I mean, I usually wear a hat. That, that's for gum nut protection. But it must have landed in a curl and been trapped. And then I just slept on a win the gum nut all night. What so, is it with you and Belle? And tracking random stuff into your bed with you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So I'm asking you, what have you woken up next to? <laughs> right. Is it a gum nut? Maybe it's a chicken bone from when the dog brought it, had a little snack that you weren't aware of. What have you what have what have you found in your bed? <laughs> yeah, what's been what have you found in bed? Hit us up at Matt.n.alex on Instagram. Order up! That's how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. And now it's time for Matt and Alex Horoscopes. Aries. You'll be forced to use the petrol pump that's on the other side of your car. Wait, that's not worded right. (laughs) Don't worry, that's funnier than anything you could have said. (laughs) Taurus. Good things come to those who wait. Unless you're talking about actual waiters who get treated like garbage. Gemini, you'll leave your washing in the machine for so long that you'll eventually need to wash it again. Cancer, remember when you used to be able to feel yourself growing? That was weird. Leo, You're still not entirely sure about the difference between no stopping signs and no standing signs. Virgo, one of your Bluetooth headphones will fall out of your ear this week 
Where will it land? I don't know. I'm a Zodiac reader, not a miracle worker. Those things are tiny. Check under the couch. Libra, you'll secretly sit in on a three-way call to someone in your friendship group just to hear what they say about you behind your back. It's not good. You now hate them and they definitely can't sit with you at lunch tomorrow. Scorpio, this week you will be the host with the most. Unfortunately, it's the most STDs. Sagittarius, in a hungover state, you'll accidentally call your dad, babe. Capricorn, a cyclist will overtake you this week. There'll be plenty of room on the footpath, but they will ding you anyway. That's real Capricorn behaviour. Luckily, you're a Capricorn, so we'll resist the urge to push them into the hedges. Aquarius, you'll hate how much you love the stinky subway air being blasted over you when a train's coming. It's like a building, breathing stank all over you and you just suck it up and let it wash over you like an air shower, you grub. Mm. I thought you meant the smell when you walk past a subway. No, you know when you're standing waiting for a train and the train starts no, yeah, coming I and do, then just like gusts all the air and you're just like, oh, that feels good, but it's so dirty. But speaking of solid wafts, I don't know what Subway do. Uh, anyway. Pisces. Someone will come into the office toilets this week while you're having a poo. You will cough to let them know someone's in there. <laughs> they won't hear it and will try the door. You'll then say, yo, even though you never say yo, and they will get the message loud and clear that yes, the person inside may poop, but they're also quite cool. Plus, it's much better than occupied. Well, Alex Dyson, believe me when I say it, our next guest is a member of one of Australia's best, greatest Ooh. rock bands. All right. Started in 1994, sold over more than half a million albums in Australia, four top five ARIA album debuts, nominated for 11 ARIAs in their career. Uh, first album came out in 97. Their seventh album is out this year. They are something for Kate, and it is an incredible pleasure to welcome to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, Mr. Paul Dempsey. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for uh, having us into your, what looks like your studio there, Paul. We've got the video screen on. Uh, you have the guitar in front of you. Is that an, is that an easel behind, a tripod? It's a it is, busy actually. room. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a you know a painter's easel that uh, is a very handy double for a like an iPhone tripod. Oh, uh, yeah. 
for oh. all the uh, live streaming uh, songs I've been playing. So. Oh, I was going to say, because I have the tripod in, in my little uh, workspace as well, but it's for the auditions that I uh, that I mostly unsuccessfully get. <laughs> what about, uh, have you ever done the, uh, have you ever thought of doing the acting route? Have you ever gone down that uh, before? I have not, actually. I have too much respect for people who, like, can actually act thought, and do it well. I thought you were going to say for yourself. <laughs> you yeah. too much respect for myself. <laughs> I was like, oh, Paul, I wish I did too. <laughs> um, yes, no, I don't, I, I don't kid myself that I could just uh, be, be a, a good actor just like that. Well, what about the guitar in front of you, Paul? Have we interrupted a rehearsal? Have you, were you just been plucking away whilst uh, doing the, some interviews for the new album, The Modern Medieval? Uh, yeah, well, as you can see, this is kind of my room in the house where I where I work. So yeah, but more often than not, this is exactly as you'll find me kind of sitting at this desk with a guitar under my arm and a notebook in front of me, in front of the computer with kind of all this stuff. Um, you know, just in case when when you've got five minutes, you're waiting for an interview to come through or something like that. That you know, that five minutes can be. It can turn out to be a very valuable five minutes if, if you have tools sitting around. What's the last riff you just played on it? Have you been mucking around just coming up with some different things? Uh, yeah, just, you know, I mean, uh, you, I don't know if you can hear this. Oh, but, uh, can we hear it? Yeah, you know, I'm just always kind of strumming something while I'm waiting for, you know, whatever's about to happen, whatever the thing I'm waiting for uh, to happen, it may as well play some music in the meantime. What's the humblest beginnings that a Something for Kate or a Paul Dempsey song has come from? Was it Has it been in, you know, the five-minute airport bathroom? Uh, has it been in, you know, these five minutes waiting for an interview? Where Where is something that's come? A napkin somewhere? Yeah, I mean, it's often it's, yeah, like just you're standing around waiting in an airport or something and, and you just, you know, start talking into your uh, voice memo thing on your iPhone um, I, I just try, I try to use every minute of the day if possible because, you know, sometimes that standing around thinking that you're doing nothing, uh, it could actually, you know, like I said, turn out to be valuable time if, if, you, uh, if you use it, you know. Amazing. Uh, and so you know, We do have all these things at our fingertips now. I mean, you can just start singing into your iPhone or, or talking into it or, or typing notes into it and, you know, so um, there's really kind of no excuse for you know, standing outside a shop while your partner's uh, in there shopping. Um, you, you, you could be writing a song. A hundred percent. So, I mean, Spoken I Spoken by so a man jealous. who's found himself on the courtesy seat more than a few times. I've, I've also no, but... plonked my tushy down on a couple of seats <laughs> waiting waiting for some uh, some things to be tried on. I'm actually really good to go shopping with because I, I'm always totally happy to say, no, go on, go inside, have a look around. Take your, <laughs> I, I got I a new album to write. I, I could do it. <laughs> it, it. That's it. It gives me an excuse to actually uh, let my mind wander and, and, you know, talk to my iPhone. It must look strange to me. <laughs> But, I mean, I, I find it so amazing to think of how the new generation, and, and I mean that in sense of the really young kids at the moment, the access to the technology that they have. Like I did some work in a high school a couple of years ago. The cameras that they had for students, 13-year-olds, to borrow from this library could have made blockbusters 20 <laughs> years ago when I was in high school, you know, absolute top world-class stuff. What was it like when you were recording your first thing in 1994? What did that look like? Oh, it was insane. I mean, there was a whole other piece of luggage for the video camera <laughs> so, to, to, like, 
document the recording sessions. I mean, this thing, you know, was a was a, another bag unto itself. And you know, the the video quality and the audio quality is worse than what's on my iPhone now that I carry around in my pocket. I mean, like you know, your iPhone has more technology in it than what they had for the moon landings. It's insane. <laughs> well, is that what your new album, The Modern Medieval, is about? Because I guess touring in the 90s, it would have seemed to these days medieval even. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. I remember having to stop at post offices in small towns to send a fax ahead, <laughs> like to your hotel to confirm your reservation. You know. <laughs> We didn't have a mobile phone. You know, it's, uh, I mean, I mean so, it's crazy. And, yeah, I mean, I guess the album is in a lot of ways about how far we've come in some respects and how far backwards we've gone in other respects. Well, you have come such a, a long way. This is the seventh album in uh, what? Uh, I can't do the maths now. 26 <laughs> 20, years, yeah. right? What, yeah. Why did you make this album? Because seven albums in 26 years, I mean, Six albums in 26 years was, uh, I mean, that's pretty slack. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we really, we should have put out five albums this year just to sort of make, just to make the math look better. Yeah. uh, Yeah, I mean, it's only taken us eight years to get this record together, so, you know. But you must have, I mean, it's a testament to the actual togetherness of the group a lot of a lot of so many so many bands have come and gone before you the fact that in in 26 years on your 26th year you can all call or you know email and say hey fax even. let's do this yeah <laughs> drop into your local post office and fax your bandmates <laughs> hey are yeah. you still on this number <laughs> well, let's do it but i mean what is that even like like how does the discussion look for a band like yours i mean like we've always been active as a band we there's never been a year where we haven't like actually played shows or gone on tour or something. You know, a long time ago, after about our fifth record, we just sort of left behind the whole music industry cycle that you have to make a new album every two years and then you have to tour and you can only go out on tour if you've got a new album to promote. We just kind of left that model behind a long time ago and just decided that, we were going to tour. I mean, we had enough songs written. We had a sort of catalogue of 200 songs, so it's not like we needed any new reasons to go out on tour. So we just decided we're going to tour when we feel like touring and we're going to make records when we feel like making records. And and that, I guess, getting off that sort of treadmill, I mean, it meant that we could start families and, and start other businesses. You know, our drummer owns a couple of bars and, and I've made a couple of solo records. And, you know, so it just... It really freed us up and, uh, you know, Something for Kate never went away. Mm. Uh, We just sort of stopped, uh, you know, pressuring ourselves to be part of this, you know, music industry treadmill. And luckily our fans are just kind of so supportive and extremely patient uh, (laughs) that they've stuck with us and, and, you know, didn't forget about us. What has excited you about this album? What's really, like, reinvigorated a fire within you? Um. I've just been doing so much other stuff outside of something for Kate, and we all have, uh, and it's made us miss the band, um, you know. So we were all really, really keen to, to come up with new stuff. And, you know, among the other things that I've been doing, I, I've made some solo records, but I also 
ended up in this weird situation where I was singing with David Bowie's band and I've done lots of touring across Europe and South America uh, with, you know, Bowie's ex-band members uh, singing Bowie songs and that's a really steep learning curve and those guys are all legendary, incredible musicians with, you know, incredible skills and incredible stories and, and wisdom to share so me going off and doing that and Clint even just kind of running bars and being involved in a whole other world and it just means that when, when we get back together as something for Kate, we're all bringing back all this all these experiences and knowledge that we've gathered from elsewhere and it, and it just sort of makes us a new band again. It's incredible, Amazing. man. We, and we can't wait to see how, how you have channeled it through the modern medieval. Oh, Make wait. sure you're listening right now. One more question. Matt just keeps... keeps Kids want to have a yard with you, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> you've probably got somewhere to be. I'm sorry, but <laughs> no, it's fine. The, um, so it was made. The, this album was made in Byron at um, at Bernard Fanning's studios. Uh, he yep. features on one of the tracks, "Inside Job." Was yep. there ever, you know? I mean, you guys have obviously been great mates for a very long time and within the same industry and stuff. Did did he ever look at what you guys are doing? Something for Kate? Did you have the? Did he? Did he think? Oh, should we be doing that? <laughs> Some you know, friendly was rivalry. A, was there ever a nudge going? Hey, when are you guys going to do it as well? Oh, look, I, I can't speak for uh, any any member of Powderfinger. I've all, right. all of them, and you know, I think they've um, they've had pretty attractive things thrown at them to reform <laughs> or get back together. But they're uh, you know, I think they're all quite happy doing what they're doing. Oh, okay. Just oh, you right. Might know well, that could be that could be the technique. I mean, you were saying something, Kate. Never sort of completely disbanded. You've always been doing your own things and that sort of thing. Maybe the key was you should make a big announcement. We're quitting, so that then people start dangling a couple <laughs> of uh, little lures out in front of you, Paul. That's that's <laughs> how that it's done it. <laughs> but then we'd be like John Farnham, you know. Oh, yeah. we, you know like every that's... two years, you do the last yeah. tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, That's no, so we're very excited that you have never called it quits. This is the seventh studio album. It was out, released last Friday. It's called The Modern Medieval. And Paul Dempsey, it's such a pleasure to uh, to have another album from you guys and hopefully many more to come. Unreal. Thank you so much, guys. Nice to talk to you again. I smell toast. Well, that brings us to the end of another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, a big no thank you to my to our sweet FA reviewers. Oh, you mean a big a big thank you for saving your bacon, Mister, for getting in there and warning the world. Although, having said that. We'll try and come up with a screening at some time as well. That'll be very good. And thank wow, you to Mr. Maybe. Paul Dempsey. What an absolute champion. Always cool to chat to the main man himself from Something for Kate. And not the least of which, Matt, we uh, went into the chat. Uh, he was in his little studio with his guitar playing a couple of riffs, you know. We let him get back to it in between uh, interviews or whatever. And um, we're going to leave you today as we left Paul Dempsey because as we were saying goodbye to him on Zoom, we go, all right, we'll let you get back to your guitar plucking, Paul. Uh, give us something to uh, to go out with. And so he, he obliged, which was very, very nice. Absolute legend. Hit us up on at matt.n.alex if you get anything to contribute to the show. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow. Flight facilities on the show tomorrow. We'll catch you later. Bye.
That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.